Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our 20s podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How you doing, bud? I'm good, Ju. How are you? So good. Um, today we're going to be talking about resistance because, you know, that's something we all come up against and it, it ain't fun. I'll tell you that. No, it's definitely not. I, I wonder what kind of path we're going to go down because I honestly wasn't thinking about this before we hopped on. So it'll be interesting what comes out. First, it's time for Pride and Pickle. Pride and Pickle. Pride and pickle. Um, my pride this week is that we had our families over. Chris and I had our families over and it was so lovely. It was so like, cute. It was so lovely. Yeah. And like, it was beyond your average lovely. Like I could say for a lot of things, like, oh, it was a really nice time. And I mean it because I feel like we're very grateful people. But this was just like special in particular for me because I felt like for the past couple of years, like mine and Chris's family obviously know each other. Um, his mom and my mom have like connected more deeply than like, I think the rest of our family, but this was like our collective family. And it just felt the most amazing thing was that I feel like everybody was so comfortable and natural and like authentically themselves. And I don't think that you can say that about everything right away. So it was really nice that they felt like they could be that way. Yeah. And, um, I just feel like this is going to be our genuine, like our like go-to group of people for future holidays, which maybe for some people might seem like it should be like, it's your whatever, uh, you and your boyfriend's family, but like, it's not really like that for everyone. I don't think so. No, it's nice beautiful. for both of them. Yeah. So I'm really happy about that. Love it. And your mom got you really funny aprons. Oh my God. Yeah. My mom got us hilarious aprons. She got, she originally said it was for my future daughter. And I was like, Hmm. And then she brought it for me and she brought me the toddler one. And it said mama bunny and somebody loves me. And it was, wait, was it a toddler one? Did you wear a toddler sized apron? I did. I think it was like maybe for like a bigger toddler or something, but it was like, it technically was like a mommy and me type of apron. Right, right, right. But not like mommy and my 20 year old daughter. No, definitely not intended to be like that. Okay. (laughs) But you can save them for your future child. Um, I could. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Um, and what's your pickle? And my pickle, my pickle is, I've noticed that I really, (laughs) it's interesting. So my family hugs a lot and I don't realize how much I think until I'm in the presence of other people. And I'm like, oh my God, like we hug so much more. Mm. And it's funny because I feel like I use that as a source of like validation and love from Chris when it comes to like showing affection. Mm. And it's not that he doesn't want to hug me. It's just not his natural instinct to do it as often as I would want a hug. But it's just like, it's, yeah, it's really fascinating. Cause I just feel like I like, but I'm, what is interesting is I don't, I'm not that way with most people. Like I actually right. don't like, not that I don't like hugs, but like, I won't go out. Like if me and Julia are sitting in the same room, I won't just like naturally like go give her a hug, like out of nowhere. Like it would almost like be strange. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. But our love languages are different with our partners than with our friends. 
Yeah, like, so I'm the same yeah. way. Like I'll like, but I I love hugs. Nathan likes hugs too, but I'll just be standing around and I'll be like, hug. Oh, like that. You see, like I don't say hug out loud. I just go. Oh no, it. I request. I I request a hug by projecting it aloud. I'll just be like, we'll just be like doing something, and I'll be like, hug. Wow. I get that urge. Like I need a hug sometimes from him, but not from I, other people. Yeah, but isn't that interesting? Like. I guess like, we could logically know that like it's different for, for partners versus friends, but I don't know. I guess I, I just connected it because I was like, wow, my family hugs like significantly, even when it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> They're just hugging. Yeah, like so were, lovely. We are, but like there were so many instances. I can't stop playing with my hair. Um, there were so many instances where I was like, oh, this is a weird time for a hug. Like I loved it anyways. <laughs> I was like, I love now I'm like tripping out because we keep saying the word hug too many times oh so it sounds like the word is wrong yeah it sounds weird oh it sounds weird <laughs> okay Julia what's your pride and pickle my pride this week is that um I got to see my friends in person yeah yeah she did um and I love seeing my friends which is always so fulfilling and um we just always like we just always laugh so much and I just always feel so fulfilled when I'm with you guys and it's just really really special so I always feel very grateful for that time and then my pickle is that I have another toxic trait they just keep coming up what um, is it? I choke on water like m- at least five times a day what uh yeah I choke on water all the time like I next time you're with me just like pay attention and you'll notice that I choke on water like m- many times often like do you why like do you just not swallow correctly I don't know I think like I'm trying to like do too many things at one time and it just like goes down the wrong way or like I'll take a sip of water and then I'll want to say something and like I'm just trying to do too much at once and it just it it goes down the wrong pipe and then I choke and then it's not cute it's not great and it happens often wait I'm so dead no I feel like I I can just hear you coughing a lot which I guess is probably the result of your choking but I hear you going like (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's usually because I'm choking. Okay, okay, that's her sign. I also have allergies, so that sometimes happens. But, like, I do choke on water a lot. Interesting. Okay, so we'll pay attention to that for our sweet, sweet Julia. Yeah, Um, I'm going to be fine, but... (laughs) I'm going to be great. Like, I'm not going to die. It's okay. No, no, you won't die. But it just is, like, it's... I think it's funny, and that's how I was wondering, because I'm like, is it because she's, like, trying to do something while she's drinking, which is, yeah. like, no sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's why. I think I'm, like, usually trying to, like, speak at the same time I'm drinking, or, like, I'll, like, drink and then, like, move really too fast, and it just gets confused about which pipe it should go down. <laughs> and the water's like, what do I do now? Yeah, the water gets confused. Wow, 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 wow. Um, we love that. And to comment on the friendship thing, Julia, my hair is doing hilarious things right now. Look at mine. Wow. Um, what is this? I don't know. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't know. I just wondered the same thing. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I just have a weird part over there for some reason. It kind of looks like you like like shaved it right there. I know. What the heck? Oh no, it's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, I can't, I can't stop playing with my dirty hair. So my, my thing to add on to Julia's friendship thing is I feel like this is the first time, which is kind of crazy because you moved like a little while ago now, but I feel like this is the first time that it felt like we had like, I don't want to say enough time because there's always room for more time, but it felt like a good collective yes. of time. 
I agree. I feel satisfied. Like, I don't feel like, like it went like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think, and what's weird is too, guys, like we connected and we chatted and whatever for a couple hours, but we worked for a little bit of the day too, but there's something about just like existing in someone's presence that is so key. I, I think that's why, because I think usually what happens is like, we'll get together for like a few hours to like have dinner and dessert and whatever. And it's just like chat, 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 try to catch up to all the things, talk, talk, talk. And then we're like, oh my God, we like hardly even existed in each other's space. And I feel like having the time to just like exist around each other while we were doing our own things just felt like so much like good time I don't know why but I if yeah I think I think that's why and it just like being in someone's presence and just like saying this sitting in the same room with someone like that's always felt very fulfilling to me like I don't even need to talk to you like let's just be in the same room that Mm -hmm. has always felt like it does the job for the most part yeah yeah and I I think also there there's something that that there is to say about just being able to be so comfortable with someone that you don't feel this like need to entertain. I think that's part of what was very fulfilling for like my family and Chris's family. The same thing with our friends is like, there wasn't this like need to, to perform or to do, or like there's something about other people being comfortable around you where you don't need to like overdo it. And then also where they feel comfortable existing. Like it's so simple and maybe people will get stupid, but like for you to like feel comfortable, like you're barely here yeah now and like for you to feel comfortable like making tea or like I don't know like little things like that I think are just so I don't know they're very uniting and also guys we found a new standard measurement for like how tall people are (laughs) okay here's a good dating app tip if you're on the dating apps and you want to confirm if someone's height is actually what they say it is find an object in that picture look up how many inches that object is and then measure them by the object for example, you could use a beer can, you could use a toilet bowl, you could use a mailbox, you could use bathroom wall tiles, like anything works if you need anything to validate works. some information. And it's tried and true. We tried every single unit of measure and all worked. And got the up. same result every single time. And they weren't lying. They weren't lying, even though Julia was convinced that they were, which just goes to show, fact check your friends. <laughs> fact check your friends, yeah. So, because one of our friends was looking on a dating app and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> he's a liar. But we all, we did it with four different unit of measurements and we always got the same result. Right and true, 72 inches. Thank you. But yeah, use an, use an item present in the picture with them. Yep. That's right. That's how you do it. That and is, that. <laughs> and that is, that's that on that. Everybody knows that Brenna and I are super big on habits and having and maintaining habits that help us live our best lives. And sometimes we need a little help tracking those habits so that we can make sure we're staying on top of things in order to reach our goals, whatever our goals may be. And that's why today we're talking about Noom. Noom is a great tool to help you track your habits in order to reach your health and wellness goals, whatever they may be if you have them, which if you don't, all good. But if you have a health or wellness goal, Noom is a great tool to help you out. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. And again, 
this is so personal and Noom understands that everybody's goals are unique and what works for someone else might not work for you that's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle it's flexible it focuses on progress and not perfection which we love allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that is comfortable and right for you whatever those goals may be so start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Um, so I am reading The War of Art by Stephen Pressurefield. I had like picked it up in the past and like had started it, but like then kind of forgot about it. Sometimes that happens with books. Um, and it, the whole first chapter, it's all about artistry and creativity. And the whole first chapter is about resistance. And I found this quote from the book and I wrote it down in our shared note and Brenda immediately had a reaction to it. So I'll read the quote and then we could talk about, um, our feelings about it and then why you had such a reaction to it, bud. But the quote from the book is, the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel towards pursuing it. So that's from The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And that just like blew my mind because sometimes things can feel so scary and so anxiety provoking. But that line of the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution like that was the part that really got me because I was like, yeah, whenever something is like scary or anxiety producing or we have fear around it or whatever it may be, like doing it, we might not always get the outcome that we want, but having done it is so important for our evolution and it like stepping into higher versions of ourselves and I just have been thinking about that so much lately because like I'm like in a negotiation for something and like it's really like anxiety producing to like ask and like fight for like what you need um but and I might not get exactly what I want but doing the fight and like even though I'm feeling so resistant to do it like every time I think about it I just want to shut it down and say I don't want to talk about it and do something else I'm feeling so 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 resistant to it but I that really reminded me that like but doing it is so important for my evolution and like I just thought that that was so so true and something that I totally needed to hear yeah yeah and I agree and I think it's 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 so cool that like, we can hear the same thing and feel differently about it and then we can hear the same thing multiple times and feel differently about it each time or interpret it differently and it's like the reason why it resonated so deeply with me was because it's something that's been coming up for me as well and I think we've talked about discomfort before and I think that resistance has a lot of ties in that because yeah. the feeling of resistance is uncomfortable and the reasons why we feel resistance are rooted in the discomfort too but I think the the key for both of us is like there are things moments habits thoughts like that keep being repeated in our lives and I think a lot of times as humans like we either avoid it or we try and distract from those feelings or thoughts or we try and like pretend they're not there like there's so many different things that can come up and at the end of the day the only way out right is through and yeah. that's by living it, by embracing the discomfort. Yeah. And I say embracing 
because that's like the goal, right? But it doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean it feels like you're embracing no, it. All the time. No. And I think that's part of what I really have a difficult time expressing. Like, I know I talk about health and fitness in my relationship to my body t- so much that it's probably like a broken record at this point. But that's the piece that I, I never find the right words to explain to people why it's important to me. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, of course, like, do I want to feel strong, feel beautiful? Yes, I do. But it's so much deeper to me when it comes to like navigating my health and fitness and relationship to myself, it's so much deeper to me than a look. And it's so much deeper to me than, um, how I feel in my body. It's more about like doing something and feeling good about something that once was like such a vice for me. And I'll be real with you guys. Like I'm still actively currently, especially right now, like in a phase where I'm kind of struggling with that again and Mm -hmm. not in the ways that I used to in a totally different way, Mm -hmm. but just like with the emotions of it all and with the, um, the way I'm feeling in my skin right now. And it's, it's interesting because like, you can think that you're totally past something. Mm. I think that's the beauty of self-awareness too, is like having the right support and it's nothing that's going to derail you by any means, but it's still not comfortable. Right. So anyway, with that, I think there are like these repetitive things that come up for us that we feel resistance to pursue, which is why I jumped at when you said that is because I was like, this is what I keep coming back to is the reason why navigating this relationship for me to myself in this specific way keeps being something that's so at my forefront something I can't shut up about is because it's so important for my own evolution and because it's so important to the way that I show up in the world the way that I show up for my people like the way that I see myself and my ability to conquer things so yeah that's why it it resonated with me yeah and I'm and that evolution piece of it like because you have gone through instances iterations of this like in the past like you still have even though it's coming up again you are a more evolved version of yourself when facing this problem like and every time it's going to come up and every time you face it like you're going to be more and more evolved every time like I know the way that you're handling this right now is a way more evolved version of Brenda than when you were handling it a year ago two years ago five years ago like And that is the piece to me that felt so important because it's like, it doesn't mean we're just going to be perfect on the other side. And it doesn't mean that if it comes up again, we're going to be perfect or that it won't ever come up again. Like it just means that we are growing every time we face something that we feel resistance towards. And we, like you said, go through it, we're growing in some way. And I think it's like, we often don't take the time to like recognize that. And for me, that felt like, okay, I can use that as like a tool to remind myself, like, and even as like a mantra to remind myself, like, go through it, like, because it's worth it. And like, it's uncomfortable and it, you know, it doesn't feel good and you don't want to do it. And you'd rather just shut it down and ignore it or like whatever the thing might be. But if you choose to go through it, you're going to be a more evolved version of yourself. You're going to grow in some way from this. And I think, you know, that's what we, that's what we've like really learned from doing the show is that that's what we want. We want to just grow and like face the scary things and just continue every day to try to be like the best, better version of ourselves. And it's not easy. No, it's not scary. And it's hard and it produces a lot of anxiety and fear 
Um, yeah. But yeah, resistance sucks. It does suck. And I think that what people might get confused with resistance in general is I think sometimes kind of like you said before, sometimes we confuse resistance for like a sign that we shouldn't be doing something. Mm-hmm. And I've totally interpreted things that way where I'm like, Ooh, this is icky. Ooh, this is like, even when it comes to my the specific thing I'm talking about, like, I'm like, Ooh, I shouldn't pursue this. Ooh, I shouldn't push harder in the gym. Ooh, I shouldn't do this because you know, it's not for me. It's not right for me. It's dangerous for me. Like all these different things, but there's also like so many aspects of where our ego steps in to keep us safe. And I think that there's like a clear distinction. Oh no, it's not clear. There is a distinction, a distinction between when it like serves us and when it holds us back. And I think that knowing when the time is for each of those things varies. Like there have been moments and seasons over the last couple of months where I'm like, you know what, the right choice for me now is to not feel the discomfort is to protect myself in this way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the best fucking way of going through is by facing the exact fear head on and adding evidence that one, it wasn't that scary. And two, you can do anything. And I think the difference through whichever version we pick is like, regardless of the times in which I feel like I've mastered this or not, I have no fucking doubt in my mind that because of the times that I've experienced this, then I'm going to figure it out. Doesn't mean I feel hundred percent today in this moment. I don't, yeah. but I know for, I know that I won't give up on myself. If there's anything that I know, it's that I won't give up on like figuring out this relationship, figuring out how to feel like treating my body well, feeling at home in my body, regardless of what it looks like. And I think that that, that that's key, but I don't, there are, there are, however, like little lingering things for me. And I know for so many people though, that I will not have proof or evidence for if I don't do this super uncomfortable thing, you know, whatever that is for anyone, just because it feels different. Absolutely. And I was having a conversation with someone the other day who was feeling resistant towards something because they have some fear around it because in the past they have maybe like quote unquote failed at it or like had made mistakes. And, and they were like, well, I don't know if I'm, you know, being resistant to this because I'm having fear of because of the past, my experience in the past, or because of it's just not right for me. And I told them, I was like, I don't know. I don't know which one it is at the moment, but when, but if you go through it right now and push through it and like give it a chance, it will then reveal itself to you on the other side of that if it's really right for you or not. Yeah. And And I think it's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. But like, sometimes you don't know at the precipice of it. Like sometimes we don't know, like, am I feeling resistant to this because of like past experience and it's like scary, but going to be good for me? Or am I feeling resistance to this because something in my gut is telling me that it's actually not right for me. And sometimes you can know that and you could sit with yourself quietly and you can really think about it and you can like figure that out. And sometimes you just don't know until you go through it. But on the other side of going through it and like giving something a chance and like pushing past the resistance and the fear and doing something on the other side of that, you'll then have an answer of either, oh yes, this really was right for me. And like, I just was feeling that way because of past experiences and fear or you'll, or you'll be like, actually my gut was right. And this isn't, and this isn't right for me. And doing that is not repeating a mistake that you made in the past or a failure because being able to then recognize that on the other side is an example of your growth is an example of like you know being in tune with yourself because 
I think some people think, well, then, you know, if I push past my resistance and I, and it's a, you know, quote unquote failure again, or it doesn't work out or whatever, that they're just repeating mistakes and they haven't learned, but that's not the truth. Like sometimes you have to go through something for it to reveal its true self to you. And then on the other side of that, the growth is recognizing, oh, this is right for me or, oh, this isn't right for me. And like that, like, that's not a failure. That's also part of the evolution, part of the growth to be able to then recognize that on the other side of pushing through the resistance. Yeah, definitely. No, I I agree completely. I think just sometimes going through it, it does give you the answer, just like you said, over time with patience, with asking yourself the questions, with just going through the experience. But I think there was also an additional part of it where it's like, you do know the answer, but your resistance or your resistant towards acting on it yes because of the fear like let's say you're like I fucking know what the answer is but I don't want to do it honestly Mm -hmm. as simple as that like yeah I don't want to do it I don't want to experience it I don't know where to start I'm not being consistent with it like I think there's so many moments like that too where it's like we know what the answer is but we will out of protection or out of fear out of whatever put up every and any fucking excuse and boundary to not do it and it only keeps us further away from whatever it is that you truly want so for someone listening to you who maybe is experiencing that, or if you're experiencing that for yourself, like, what would you say to someone or what do you think you would need to hear in order to finally like commit to that thing that you know you? Yeah, I think I like have said to my, this is what I said after reading that quote, I kind of like made this promise to myself of like, every time I'm feeling resistant or every time I'm feeling like scared or anxious, like I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm not going to give myself the chance to not do it. Like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to send the email or say the thing or do whatever it might, you know, be. Um, And I'm trying to really hold myself accountable to that because if I just do it, I will grow. Like, no matter what the outcome is, like, I will grow in some way. And I feel like I spend so much of my time, I used to spend so much of my time, like, feeling resistance towards things and then just not doing them because I was scared or I didn't want to, you know, say something and someone take it the wrong way or, like, you know, I didn't want to come off as, like, difficult or whatever it might be. But I really have had made that promise to myself when I read that quote of, like, every time I feel it now, like, I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to do it right then and there. And I'm not going to, like give myself any outs. So if someone wants to join that journey with me, it's scary, but I feel like I need to be so hundred percent about it right now in order to like break old patterns. And then I can maybe backtrack and like not be so extreme about it. But I feel like the only way that I'm going to kind of overcome my like super resistance that I have sometimes is to be extreme about it. And like, just to like, follow my impulses and like do the right thing by that I feel without like giving myself the chance to like take a step back and be like oh but what about this and like what if this happens and like this anxiety and this fear and this past experience and like blah blah like I feel like at this point in my life I just need to be 100% about it and then after I've like overcome that a little bit then I can like take a step back and maybe give things some more time um but because I'm being 100% about it like I'll probably fail quite a few times and I'm I'm gonna I'm letting myself be okay with that yeah yeah and that's really hard and I think that what I love about like the extreme version of things like I think there is a lot in our society right now that does um go against anything extreme for the purpose of like not burning out or for the purpose of whatever protecting our mental health which is a beautiful thing however 
I do agree with that portion of it, depending on who you are and what, you know, how you're doing in this moment in time. I do agree that sometimes we do need the extreme or the, the, the more heightened route, whatever you want to call it, the harder, more harder route for the sole purpose of building yes. momentum. I think there's a exactly. lot to say about building momentum. And we've talked about since the freaking beginning of time of the show about like keeping promises to ourselves and whatnot. And there is something that can feel, even if you've garnered a lot of self-belief, there's something really defeating about whatever you consider your vices to be or your, your failures or whatever. There's something really hard about consistently feeling like, fuck, I made a promise to myself and I didn't keep it. Mm-hmm. And it's super, super individual yeah. because that feeling sucks. <laughs> it, it really sucks. And it's like, it to it's different for everyone and it's not going to ring the same like the entire time that you just shared your story I pictured the exact situation that I struggle with throughout mm-hmm. that entire story but if I were to share my version with you I guarantee it wouldn't ring the same for you right. like it maybe wouldn't even make sense like mm-hmm. and I think that's part of why a lot of us like I don't think it's struggle to see the other person's version of things I don't think that that's it entirely but obviously we all have our individual things that trigger us that make us feel a certain way that we define ourselves by and if for me it's eating a certain way or exercising a certain way or having a certain type of lifestyle that makes me feel like I'm conquering something that once was really extra hard for me or for you if it's defining yourself as more than your job or you know taking risks when it comes to putting yourself out there and being incredibly vulnerable to people that decide your fate in in your industry like all of it is equally as hard to us, you know? So I don't know. I think, I think it's so fascinating, but what would you say if there's someone listening right now, who's thinking something along the lines of, fuck, I can't be extreme. Cause I just know I'm going to, I'm going to fail. Or like, am I setting myself up for, um, losing belief or like, where would you tell someone to start who wants to take the same approach that you are taking, but is terrified to, I guess, not follow their own word. Hmm. That's hard. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things that you just kind of have to decide and allow yourself to do. Like, I think, I think you have to decide, like, I'm going to be okay failing. And like, you really have to like, make that decision with yourself and then like, actually be okay with it. And I am in no way, like, I'm saying I'm going to be super extreme about this, but like, I'm sure something's going to come up and I'm going to feel really resistant and I'm not going to do it. I'm sure, I'm sure that's going to happen in the next week or so. And, but I'm not going to hold that against myself because the next time something resistant comes up, then I'm going to try it again. And I'm just going to try again and try again and try again. And if I don't do it perfect every time, like that's okay. And that's okay for you too. Like that's okay for anyone listening. Like what's important is that you keep trying. So I'm not just going to like, oh, be resistant to something, not do it. And then be like, well, that's done with and never do it again, I'm gonna be like, okay, didn't do great that time. I acknowledge that, reflect on that. Like what made me not, you know, do what I said I was gonna do? What made me feel so resistant? Like give myself a chance to kind of analyze it and then say, okay, next time I'm gonna do better. Next time I'm gonna do it this way. And I think that just giving yourself, you know, the permission to either fail at the outcome or, you know, fail at the attempt, it's okay. And when we're talking to like the damsels in distress people podcast that you'll hear um, this week, I think, um, 
we were talking about like that there is no such thing as failure there really isn't and that's why that quote rang true to me too because it's you you win or you grow and it is the truest thing in the world and just to have that in your back pocket of like okay I didn't do it great this time but I'm I'm learning and I'm gonna be better next time and like that is enough yeah yeah and also I also said damsels in distress someone I was talking to earlier today damsels in the dms Oh my God, damsels in distress. Hilarious. Hilarious. No, I literally said that to you today, which is why I'm, I think it's fine. What would your answer be to that? Bud? For me, I think it would be very similar in the sense of like, kind of what I said earlier with like, not knowing that you're not going to give up is a beautiful thing. However, I do think saying just do it is obviously easier said than done. We both know that, but I do think that I would highly encourage, and this is me also speaking to myself, that for anyone that has had the same thing come up over and over again, and if you know in your gut, at your core, that there's only one answer that's going to help you, and it's Mm -hmm. going through it and experiencing it, then it's worth every single ounce of, of energy, thought, time to be able to prove to yourself that you can put whatever that is behind you. And I'm not saying you're going to be perfect after the fact, but if you have this huge bucket of evidence right now for all of these reasons as to why you quote unquote can't, or why this will always be the thing that you struggle with or why whatever, or how you're never going to get to this end goal, start thinking of little things that are going to add to the bucket of why you can. And if there's a recurring theme of something that you're missing, like kind of that missing puzzle piece of what's going to prove to you once and for all that you can overcome, that you can do this. And for some people, they have one specific answer. I know for me, mm-hmm. I, I honestly do. Mm-hmm. And for others, they might not. It might be a couple of different puzzle pieces, but I think really, really leaning into what that is, acting on it and not expecting yourself to naturally be able to do it on your own and to ask for the support, to ask for people to remind you why whatever you're pursuing is important to you to have little things in place so that when and if you do not act in alignment with your highest self that you can pick yourself right the right the fuck up and just keep going because it is so much harder to pick yourself up when you're going through something alone even if you feel like you should have the strength to go through it like I I guess I would just say and this is to me too fucking do it but (laughs) use your wisdom and don't have this expectation that you're just going to naturally be able to just because you said so because it's not like that for everyone like not everybody could just flip a switch and act and do exactly what they said you know so put up use your wisdom ask yourself questions like how can I make this easier for myself who can I surround myself by how can I fill my time with things that allow me to continue to see the importance of this vision and you know what yeah just like how can I make it not this like huge mountain I have to climb mm-hmm. yeah and and that on the way there like if you have bumps in the road like that's okay of that course. doesn't mean you should stop no it doesn't it definitely doesn't but I think that like I don't know I think with some with some of us there are like little things where maybe you've experienced the the falling down a couple times and you're like mm, I know what the answer is but you still feel that like I don't know. I don't know if it's fear. I don't know if it's, if it's just resistance or discomfort mm-hmm. or whatever the hell it is, but like something where it's like holding you back from, from p- pursuing. Yeah. And that's resistance. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and but like c- continuing to come back to why it's important for you and it's right. less about the thing and more about what it means to yes. you. To open up. Right. Knowing your purpose behind what you're 
what you're doing and why it is that you want to come up against the resistance, why resistance, why coming up against the resistance is important for your evolution. I think if you have those things really nailed down when it, when the resistance feels super strong and really hard, it's going to be helpful to know why it's so important for you that you face it and go through it. 100%. Yeah. So if you're going through something now, know you're not alone. Know most people probably are. Mm-hmm. And know that you have, you do have what's within you. I think a lot of times we do seek like a lot of external things. I know I did this for a long time. I was always looking for like the next course or the next coach or the next program or something or someone to say something that was just going to click for me. Right. But just for you to know all full well, of course, are you just going to find the answer naturally? Not always. No. But are you, could you listen to things that spark your thoughts like this quote did for Julia? Absolutely. But knowing that like in terms of the strength, like you do have that within you, but it's just about building those little things that will help you to start to believe it. And then knowing that that's only going to grow from facing your impossible goal, your impossible thing or whatever hurdle you're trying to overcome. But knowing that you do have that within you right now without doing anything. Absolutely. I'll read the quote one more time to close us out before we go. Again, this is from The War of Art by Stephen Presterfield. It's the more important a call or action is to our soul's evolution, the more resistance we will feel towards pursuing it. So it's hard. These things are important, but we can do it. And we're here to help you do it. And we're doing it with you. And thank you guys for tuning in twice a week. I hope you've been loving the fun guests that we've been having. Uh, The list just keeps getting better and there's more to come. So please let us know which shows you're loving and please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And anything else you got to say, Brad? Um, I don't think so. We love you guys so much and we appreciate you more than words can say. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.